Hey, what is up? This is Adrian Metalhead from Fire From Heaven. Welcome to the Fire From Heaven Philosophy Show. Um, today, uh, crap, I forget. I think yesterday, at the time I'm listening to this, I will have uploaded an episode. Kind of like, I ended a series and did a one-off episode, um, on my album. And I was just kind of planning a, maybe a couple of one-off episodes, maybe a series about... Uh, kind of my artist philosophy, I guess, uh, which is basically what this entire podcast is, but really like focusing on certain, certain ideas that are really, uh, at the core of Fire From Heaven, which I know I've been going back on it and doing it, you know, this kind of like, I don't know, but, (laughs) um, I guess really just like some of the main things that I might have already talked about, but like a little bit deeper and, uh, but, um, yeah, just some set of ideas as an artist, uh, that might be kind of a series or it might just be like episodes, um, you know, just a lot of my, uh, ideas and just like my, I don't know, just, <laughs> I talk about this all the time, but I, I don't know, like, that's just a serious idea, um, but I guess what it would be, uh, different is not looking at, um, any of my actual releases, just really going through and kind of, like, um, you know, after we've gone through, like, kind of like the origins and stuff like that, past releases and stuff, uh, kind of summarizing it all, I guess. So that what might be what that might be, um, but also just like I, I thought today for for a, a fun one off episode kind of thing I do uh, quotes from uh, <laughs> Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings and uh, more specifically like I guess you know that's all from J.R.R. Tolkien or Tolkien I don't know how people say it but. I was going to share some quotes from him and uh, uh, talk about those and you know, just have a fun time, hang out. So, <laughs> I was going to maybe attempt to try and say it like Gandalf, but maybe I won't. Because I, I don't remember how exactly he says it. Or if it, it was even Gandalf who said it. Because I wrote down some quotes. <sighs> well, I don't know if it was... Gandalf who said it, and then I have some quotes more specifically that I know are like, well, they're all from Tolkien, obviously. But anyways, um, all we have to do is, uh, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. (laughs) Uh, I was going to try and say it like him, but all we have to do is decide what to do with the time that is given. Okay, forget it. That sounds stupid. That doesn't even sound like Gandalf. But, I, see, I just read this one because, like, randomly I just had the idea to look up quotes from Lord of the Rings and stuff. And it's like, hey, maybe I, that's inspiring. Like, there, there's a great idea there we could talk about, you know, something that is applicable to modern day life. And, you know, it is. Uh, we, I think, um, especially in mod, just in our modern day chaos, uh, just everything. <laughs> um we think we can control a lot, but really it's 
to the illusion. And really, I think it boils down to like what he says here is like, all we really have to do, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that's given to us. It's like, all we can really control is how we, we respond to the world around us and what we do with what we have, you know? And that's something, like, I just genuinely, like, deeply believe in is, like, being a good steward of what you have. It's, like, you know, all we have to do is decide with what the time has given us is what all we have to decide is what to do with what we have and to view it as something that not you got yourself, but that you, was given to you. Because, like, when you see things as, like, more of a steward, that it just kind of helps get rid of that pride and arrogance that you did something. Um, because, like, you, you see that whenever, like, people have this viewpoint that it is uh, everything they've done. They become these just arrogant, boastful idiots. I wanted to say another word. <laughs> and that, I don't know. Sometimes it these like very charismatic personalities might seem attractive, but they're very so, they're so boastful and arrogant and prideful. It's just like, I don't want to listen to that. I want to be around that, you know? And it's, I don't know, but really like all I have to do is to decide with what the time to, what to do with the time that is given us. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. I kind of keep messing that up, but Again, it's like, that's just kind of taking the viewpoint of a steward is like, you're given what you have to, and, you know, all you really have is to decide what you're going to do with that. Um, next quote. Uh, Many that live deserve death, and some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them? then do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. I thought that was interesting. Um, and it kind of, it just makes me think of Proverbs where it talks about, I think it's in Ecclesiastes, where it's, uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly it says, but essentially what he's, he's saying is, the wicked get what the righteous deserve, and the righteous get what the wicked deserve. You know, that's not always, um, because like in Proverbs, it's more of like this aspect of like living well and being wise, um, and you will get all those things like, but they're not necessarily, they're not absolute law. And, you know, they're just, the Proverbs are great guidelines um, but they're not absolute, like, natural law. Like, if you do this, and that will happen. Like, you know, kind of the same idea with principles is, like, there are fundamental truths that, that, um, what's the word? I can't think of it, but basically, like, the fundamental truths, like, if you follow, like, certain principles, like, say, to marketing or something like that, then you will, like, have, have success in like whatever it is you're trying to market and like selling that product or whatever it is there are certain principles that kind of govern that but they're, they're not always absolute you know they're 
I think there's got to be like almost an instance where where everything is done right and everything is, you know, and the, just just the point I'm getting at is they're not absolute and and um, sometimes like like the righteous get what the wicked deserve and the wicked get what the righteous deserve and um, you know but to focus on that uh, we should still focus on live it's still better to live well and to live with wisdom and to pursue wisdom than it is wickedness and foolishness and um, you know I don't know how exactly that connects to this quote here but it made me think of it um, yeah so many that live deserve death and some that die deserve life can you give it to them um, and do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Um, so like the second part of this, can you give it to them? You know, those that deserve that, that those who deserve death and those who deserve life. And, um, I, you know, can't even remember what the context is in the, in the book or the movie, what's going on or who they're talking about. Uh, that'd probably be more helpful. But, do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. That again, like, points to like, like you will be judged in what manner you judge others, like in the Bible. And that, that's interesting. Kind of just like seeing that connection there. Um, I think Tolkien was Catholic? Shut up, car. I'm not sure. But that's interesting. I kind of wonder if there, like, was something behind that. Huh. Um. Next uh, quote. He that breaks a thing to find out what it is has left the path of wisdom. Huh. You know, a lot of these I just kind of went back and wrote down. He that breaks a thing to find out what it is has left the path of wisdom. Uh, I should have thought more about the context of these quotes and stuff, but just thinking about that, like breaking breaking something, I don't know what exactly it was talking about. But that is interesting. He that breaks a thing to find out what it is has left the path of wisdom. That's interesting because like what what I think about right away is like taking something apart helps me understand better what it is. But he who does that has left the path of wisdom. Like obviously these aren't absolute law or whatever. These are just kind of like ideas and stuff like that. And there's also something to be said about the context of what he's talking about. But like that's just what I think of right away is is almost contrary to that. But what's interesting about like wisdom, especially in the biblical sense and in, just in the Bible in general, it's like you always see opposites. But somehow, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, a lot of times I like wonder myself if like wisdom is kind of found in the place where like two opposites meet. Which is like sounds like so contrary to that, but I don't know. I've just always, for some reason, like you, I just noticed that pattern reading through the Bible. It's like almost like 
God says not to do this. But then, like I was listening to a podcast today talking about the blood and how, like, in the um, in the Old Testament, they were required not to eat the blood of animals because life was in the blood. But then, in the New Testament, Jesus is like, this is my blood, drink it. Because the life is in the blood, <laughs> and we need his life. So it's so interesting, but that's like what I see in the character of God looking at the Bible. It's like almost where two opposites meet. I don't know. It's so interesting, but most people who read that on the surface will be like, that's just a contradiction. The Bible isn't true. But I, I disagree with that. You gotta think about like how old that is. People hold that against it, but I think that's very stupid. People hold it. It's thousands of years old. It's not relevant. It's not important. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Excuse my language. But seriously, that is so stupid. That is like valuable. That's priceless. <laughs> valuable valuable beyond anything like you can imagine. How old it is. How valuable it is. Like with everything else that's found in the world that's old, it's valuable. But the Bible which has been kept alive through generations and thousands of years, is not. Dumbest thing I ever heard. But, again, like, it, like some might think it's contradictions, but I think there's just something there that I, I don't understand. I may never, ever be able to understand it, but I think wisdom is where two opposites meet. I don't understand that, but I just, like, one day that thought came to me. <clears throat> and that, it's interesting, like, how, um, these quotes almost have nothing to do with that, but, like, it's kind of, it's just like a, almost like a prompt for something to talk about, and just, like, to sit and kind of wander, and then I start to think of, like, other things, and make connections to other things. Um, <laughs> someone walking by looking at me funny. Uh, I forgot where I was going. But, um, next quote I was going to share. Whoops, I just scrolled all the way to the bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good Lord. <laughs> Our uh, bathroom at work isn't working right now. So someone came outside to go to the bathroom. That's why he looked at me funny. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's what this is. This is a personal documentary journal of my life. And yeah, that's my life, friend. <laughs> uh, no edits. This is AJ Uncut, bro. No edit outs. It's all just here for, for you to listen to. Um, next part, talking about uh, uh, wise wisdom. For even the very wise cannot see all ends. Um, again, like, 
thinking of the context, like, I don't remember exactly, but what I think of right now in the story of Lord of the Rings is Saruman. And, you know, he's, like, kind of considered, like, the the, the leader, like, kind of like the all-wise uh, wizard of Middle-earth. And so, what what they're say, saying, even the very wise cannot see all ends. So, like, that just makes me think of him for some reason. I don't know. Like, because he's, he, like, seemingly is this all-wise person, but ends up leaving, you know, leaving that path to, to serve evil. And, yeah, maybe that's, I don't, I don't know, but the very wise cannot see all ends. Yeah, I would agree with that because there's only one who's like all wise in the context of the story that just makes you think of like some of the, like the, the wizards and stuff, like even Gandalf, you know, he can't see all ends, so. Yeah. Um, uh, next one. Courage will now be your best defense against the storm that is at hand. That and such a hope as I bring. Um, thinking about the story, like just the epic battles and uh, the epic struggle and the overwhelming forces against them is like courage would be your best defense and that's like um ooh, it is cold out best defense against the storm that is at hand like all the forces and everything it's courage which is which is like really mastery over your fear and you're not letting fear c control you or keep you from taking action like you know these little hobbits in the stories like is uh is you know they're just like these little people and that's what I'm actually gonna talk about with the next quote, um. But yeah, just like the just the courage, the mastery over fear is like, they they end up like saving, Middle Earth. You know these these little hobbits, who are seemingly like, you know helpless. And it's kind of funny because I, I posted this, uh, or I seen this meme a while back, and then I posted about it. Uh, as I seen a meme which is which was, a quote from that. Uh, I don't I forget where it's from, but it is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And then it showed a picture of of Samwise Gamgee, who essentially is kind of like kind of the hero of the story, honestly, because. You know, Frodo is, like, carrying the ring and everything, obviously, but Sam is the one who gets him <laughs> gets him there, and then Frodo was tempted by the ring and wanted to, to leave after getting right to the point of being able to destroy it. And, um... I guess that's a whole theory among Lord of the Rings fans who was the true hero of the story, but, but then that just makes me think of that... And then, I, uh, and then I shared, a, uh, well, I asked the question just to see if anyone would say it. And I was like, is it better to be a warrior in a garden or a gardener in a war? And then someone was like, well, Sam, Sam turned out to be like the you know, epic hero. 
of this epic story. And uh, yeah, it's just interesting. I'm going to move on to the next quote because this is really like, uh, I read this quote and this is like, I can definitely talk, you know, some some philosophical stuff about this, even theological uh, behind this. And it is this part, this quote, Saruman, Saruman believes it is only great power that can hold evil in check. But that is not what I have found. I found it is a very small everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. Boom! Mind bomb right there. Oh, that's so good. And that is the wisdom of Gandalf. He sees it is the ordinary things that are extraordinary on a daily basis. You know, it's every... Everyday things that are add up to extraordinary things that keep the darkness at bay. You know, Saruman believes it's only great power. You know, just like this in super intense power. Like intensity, but it's he believes it's like more of this consistency of small good things. And it's just like showing the power of like every day. People are always, like, kind of living beyond today, and, like, you know, a lot of times during the week, I even catch myself, like, oh, I just wish it was the weekend, you know, just, and then at sometimes in the, during the weekend, I'm like, oh, I wish it was the weekday, so I didn't have people over, and I could just go about my normal schedule, and, and, um, but there's so much power in today, and it is small Everyday deeds of ordinary folk. Not all these super extraordinary intense people. Just ordinary people that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. Just ordinary natural things when done every single day become supernatural. Extraordinary. That's so cool, and you know, it just shows in the story what these, you know, these little people, you know, with the hobbits, <laughs> and just like that, the courage that is brought out of them, like all the, all the small things that they did every single day, all the good things they did every single day, and just their heart and who they were, it was just like brought to this next level epicness. You know, because they did it every single day. And it's like, again, like the, the ordinary became the extraordinary. Natural becomes supernatural. You know, it, it becomes that through everyday deeds. Done, something done every single day. Whew. Man, that is huge. Um, actually, I had some more quotes I was going to share, but I'm out of time. So I might do this again tomorrow, possibly. And I was, I was playing, li- playing on live streaming on Facebook, but I, <laughs> I try to figure out my setup because I'm in my car, obviously. I only have one phone that has internet. I have another phone, but I got to have like two, phone, uh, two separate phones with internet because I can't look at my, my notes and stuff while recording live. It's just annoying. But anyways, I'll see you guys in the next episode. See you
Bye.